Hi, welcome to Wholeness and Wellness Counseling Services. My name is Dr. Tracy Rogers and we are here in our office this afternoon to get our video blog on, on self-love. You don't have to feel like a wasted space. Your original cannot be replaced. Turn your self-love on. So I have, we have in the office today, JL, who is a counseling psychologist. We have Kishan, who is a clinical psychologist. And we have Gaitri, who's a psychotherapist. <laughs> we have Akila, who's a clinical social worker. And Carleen, who's a drama therapist. So we are in a room, <laughs> a very, um, we're a room of helping professionals. So we're just going to have a conversation about self-love. What, what kind of motivated it for you? What motivated it for me? Um, it was a struggle that a lot of people have. And, um... Sometimes, no matter what you do, you still find yourself laboring, trying to develop true love for yourself. And I feel like we need to reshape the conversation about self-love. And I think we need to recognize the power of having loving individuals around you to help you develop your capacity for self-love. So as I was saying in the blog, sometimes we tell people, love yourself, you need to love yourself. But people often have no reference for that. A lot of us have not been loved in a really unconditional way. And therefore, how can we learn what we've never experienced? How can we do what we've never been taught? So I think it's a, a mammoth task to ask somebody just to love yourself and that person has absolutely no reference for it. What struck me when I saw the article, at least for me growing up, you know, you, you talk, you're told to love your neighbor, to love your parents, love God, but nobody ever talks to you about the mechanics of loving yourself. Like, what does that look like? Yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's really interesting because self-love comes out of, of, of nowhere. Mm -hmm. In fact, we, we, we tell people about self-respect. Mm -hmm. right? You have some self-respect, but we don't really talk about self-love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think... You know, in terms of one of the big things, especially in our culture, you know, as you spoke about, you know, we taught to love others, we taught to constantly love others, and a lot of the times when we want to kind of show appreciation to ourselves, sometimes people quickly want to kind of say that's selfish. Mm -hmm. And so, probably from an early age, it's kind of like, well, if I do anything for myself, it means that I'm selfish. But does it mean that I'm selfish, or does it mean that I appreciate myself? Yeah. So there's a shame around even showing love for yourself. But I feel like we, I feel like it goes back to what you were saying that we don't even know what self-love looks like. So self-indulgence mm -hmm. is usually misconstrued. Um, and I feel like that is a problem. There should never be um, any kind of judgment for someone who is tired and needs to rest. And I see that in the workplace. Mm -hmm. You know, we go to an employer, I was stuck in traffic, I need a minute. No, no, no. We have to do, let's go one. So there's no kind of compassion. And I think you could talk about um, a lot about the compassion um, when it comes to self-love. Um, and so we don't. And so when we experience that, we do not know then how to to take time for ourselves. So no one is going to show me that kind of respect or love. So I I, I can't. I, I I shouldn't. I ought not. Um, there's no place for it, and that's a problem. I think you see it a lot with parents, yes, as well, especially with mothers. You know, they're like, "Well, I can't take care of myself. I can't do this now because I have to focus on my children or focus on the house." And um, the children grow up, they get older, they leave, and the parents retire. They don't know what to do with themselves. 
and it's strange for them to spend money on themselves or to do something nice for themselves because they're so not accustomed so you're in your 60s and you don't really know what it means to take care of you and I think that's amazing because for how many years like the majority of your life you've just not been focusing on you in any way whatsoever and when you do it you know um, there's shame around it you know, well, what? you have children to mind, you have this to do. And I mean, I look at sometimes my mother to buy one piece of clothing for herself at the end of the month. It takes a lot from her. Mm -hmm. You know, so the other day she came and she said, I did something today. And I thought, she did something. <laughs> and then she came and she said, I bought this for myself. And there was such a sense of pride from her doing it. You know, so I think we really do need to encourage and educate people that there is a difference between self love and self indulgence and the importance of it. Mm -hmm. um. So I'm a follower of Dr. Wayne Dyer. I don't know if you all have read any of his books or listened to any of his talks. Mm -hmm. But a lovely friend of mine is talking a lot about self-love these days. And one of the things he he um, he spoke about, and if you read his blogs you'll see it um, coming up all the time, is to recognize that when we look at ourselves, we need to forgive ourselves for things that we think was wrong. But the things in our past, was necessary at that point. And we have evolved as a result of what was happening then. And we need to sometimes forgive ourselves for what we think we did wrong. And that is part of the process of self-love. And um, yeah, a lot of things you talk about is really appreciating yourself back then, being compassionate to that person that you made the decisions that you made, the choices that you made and love yourself in your present because that's where you are right now. The experiences, the interactions, and acknowledge what you're feeling about your present. That's loving you. Baby, you're a